This episode of the Road Dirt Podcast is brought to you by RV Products for You. That's RV Products, the number four, YOU.com. They market affordable, effective tire pressure monitoring systems for motorcycles and trikes and automobiles as well. And I've got one on my motorcycle now. I've had it on there for the last couple of weeks, and the thing works like a charm. It actually measures front and rear tire pressure as well as front and rear tire temperature, internal temperature. And uh, I can attest to the fact that, um, man, this thing works great and uh, helps me keep up with those things on a regular basis instead of having to bring along a, you know, a, a, a stick gauge and check it that way. These are very accurate. And um, the little stems that are on the uh, on the, the little sensors that go on the valve stems work great, and they don't add added weight to the tire, so you don't get out of balance. Um, well, I'm really pleased with it, and I hope you will be too. Check them out at rvproducts4u.com. That's RV Products, the number four, y-o-u.com. Today's episode is uh, by one of our writers. His name is Ryan Nolan, one of our photographers as well. And uh, first met Ryan a couple of years ago at uh, one of the Moto America racing rounds up in Road America Raceway up in, um, up in, up in Wisconsin. And uh, we met, he was shooting up there and around the track and uh, I was up there covering the races and we just struck up a conversation, struck up a friendship and um, he shot quite a bit for us over the last year or two and, and uh, took a dive into writing. And this is his article. It is called Back on Track by, Nolan, by Ryan Nolan. For those who don't know me, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Ryan Nolan, and despite my namesake, I do not have a wicked fastball. I've been riding motorcycles, though, for half my life, and I've become immersed in the sweet sport that is motorcycle road racing for the past five years. I live in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, just a short hop from the famous Road America Raceway, a circumstance for which I feel very blessed. As one might imagine here in the Midwest, the cabin fever of not being able to ride during the winter months weighs heavy, and the wish for throttle therapy becomes very real very fast. Fortunately, this winter I was able to find some relief in the form of a track weekend at Jennings GP in North Florida. Every year, my good friend Anthony Lambert gathers a group through a shop he works at, Phoenix Motorsports, and sets up a nice three-day track weekend down at Jennings. And he's been on me to, to go with him for the last several years. So this year, this winter, I finally made it work with my schedule and I was excited to get back on track. The unique thing about Jennings is that it's a motorcycle-only track, so you'll uh, find some subtle differences compared to a typical race circuit. For instance, there are no gator teeth-type rumble strips, and you won't uh, find the surface affected by supercar tires that claw at the track trying to hold chassis to the road. There are also no car-sized pit garages, no fancy lighting systems or grandstands, You'll find all the amenities you need to have an enjoyable day at the track. Concrete paddock, parking spots for trailers, tire changing services, simple showers, first aid, and cozy little food trucks for sustenance. Camping is free, and the staff is welcoming and very friendly. Jennings has the simple southern charm you'd expect. Most anything you'd need, and nothing you don't. 
Jennings GP is located just across the Georgia from border from Georgia, and, and to keep the locals happy, no engines are allowed to run until 9 a.m. A noise decibel ordinance is in effect, which states that no bikes can have louder than 104 dB. If you don't have a dB killer handy, have no fear. The track has custom inserts available for use. I was lucky enough to not need one throughout the weekend, but I had plenty of my friends who did, but it didn't find them really a hindrance to the riding. The track layout is a basic opposite to the tracks you find up in the Midwest in my area, in that the track is made up mostly of left-hand turns. Jennings is also what I would call a rhythm track, in that you don't need to break very much going into corners, except maybe a couple of spots that require a little bit of braking, and the corners flow together so that if you mess up one corner, you're messed up for the next two or three. On our track walk, I also noticed just how abrasive the track was, so grip was definitely not gonna be an issue. Tire life, though, might be. Fortunately, I was told to pack an extra tire, so I was fully prepared. As we continued our walk around the track, my buddy Chuck, who has experience here at Jennings, also explained riders really need to ride quickly, safely of course, but quickly at this track to get into a good rhythm and really understand it. Going slower, he says, actually makes it more difficult. It sounds simple and basic, but there are tracks you can take at a slower pace and really get to know them. This track, though, is certainly full of very unique items. Before we got out on track for our morning session, I walked around the paddock to see who was present. Most of this is really to get more acclimated as I've learned that Jennings is often used by professional teams for preseason testing. In fact, Westby Racing and their Moto America racer, Matthew Skoltz, was here the weekend prior doing a shakedown of their equipment. One can still see the black lines Matthew left flowing into corners on the entrance, especially of turn one, like claws left on trees by bears marking their territory. As I continued walking to the other end of the paddock, I was happily surprised to see my friends Ben Smith, who's actually the Moto America 2018 RC Cup champion, and Max Flinders, Moto America Superbike rider for Thrashed Bike Racing, two Moto America racers there. We greeted each other and chatted for a little bit, and then our discussion concluded with an agreement that both of these guys would be the road dirt featured riders for the upcoming 2020 season. With that, we went on our morning riders meeting and I prepared to take my first laps out on the track. Since I'm not able to ride year round up where I live, I know a couple of laps would be needed to shake the rust off and get my mind back up to speed. Knowing that, coupled with learning a new track, I plan to, as we say in the racing world, get a toe from Anthony, in other words, follow him and try to chase him around the track, work my way up in pace. One additional item to my plan was to use this type, this trip as an opportunity to work on my bike setup and make sure I was putting myself in the best position to really exceed and do well in 2020. In addition to my normal CCS Midwest racing, and I think CCS stands for, those of you that don't know, Championship Cup Series, it's a it's a semi-pro, amateur and semi-pro racing circuit, kind of like Wera down here in the south in many parts of the country. Uh, and my track day coaching, he says, I'm planning to check a big item off of my bucket list and make a professional debut by running in the Moto America Twins Cup at Road America on my SV650. More about that later, hopefully. 
So while this Jennings trip was a fun excursion with my friends, I was also doing some testing of my own. After the first few sessions, I realized my left side was not used to being leaned over so much. I was getting a little bit sore. And I was beginning to see what my friend Chuck was advising about riding quicker to get into a rhythm through some of these sections. For example, in turns three, four, and five, if you try to approach each turn separately and at a slower pace, you find yourself constantly rolling off and then back on the throttle in a real choppy fashion. If you simply downshift coming into turn three and let the bike flow on through, you find it much more enjoyable and you get into a really good rhythm for the next several turns. As the day wore on, I was fine-tuning my bike setup and felt pretty accomplished at the end of the day. We all gathered for dinner at one of the local dives up the road, feasting on local fare of alligator bites, fried okra, and hush puppies. That's definitely Southern fare. Before returning to the track to get ready for another day of riding. Ah, that Southern fried cuisine. During the second day, I got to watch Moto America's Ben Smith and some of my friends on middleweight bikes lap the track together, and it was fascinating to, to observe where each rider was faster or slower. Jennings is flat for the most part, and while the backside is a bit obscured by trees, the track wraps itself around the paddock area somewhat, so you get a good vantage of bikes coming through different sections depending on where you're watching from. The start and finish straight is relatively short before bending into a double left-handed turn that flows into the fastest section on the track through turn two, actually. I continued making some small tweaks on my bike and on my style, and accumulated fun memories with everyone, talking about what we would do better here, what we could do better there with the Jenning veterans, as well as the newbies. We finished the day rubber side down, and I felt like I had accomplished the majority of what I was aiming to do before the first day of riding. At the end of the day, I met up with, with Ben, the Moto America racer, and we shot a quick inter, uh, video interview for RoadDirt.TV, the, the YouTube channel, which by the way, if you go on our Road Dirt TV YouTube channel, you can see um, both of the interviews that actually Ryan had with Ben and with Max Flinders. Then our group went out for a final day's, final night's dinner, and we had the pleasure of having Max and his girlfriend Courtney along for company. One note I have to make is that both Ben and Max are such genuine, nice guys. You don't always get to see a rider's personality from a television screen, but I'm looking forward to giving both of these guys the opportunity to showcase not only their abilities, but their personalities more through our interviews across the race season. Even my buddy Wyatt, who was playing cameraman for the interviews, noticed how cool and laid back both of these guys were. It was humbling to sit back and shoot the breeze with these two very fast professional racers. When the Monday sun began to rise, I woke up before everyone and had a nice quiet walk about myself, reflecting on the great times and how thankful I am for the family atmosphere that the motorcycle track community holds. About 8.30 a.m. rolled around and we had our final meeting with Barb, the entertainingly straight shooting lady who runs the track and prepared for our final day of riding. After the morning sessions, I was feeling pretty good on my bike, and after some heckling from my friends, I bumped up to the advance group for the last part of the day. I was originally signed up to ride in advance, but since this was a brand new track to me and I was going to be fine-tuning some of my skills and some of the setup on the bike, I didn't want to be a rolling chicane, as it's known, holding up other people behind me, so I waited until I was feeling more comfortable. 
In hindsight, I probably would have been fine in the advanced group from the beginning, but that's something to know for next time. After the first advanced session, I was still feeling pretty comfortable and had some fun riding with my fast buddies. The day flew by and the last session rolled around. I touched base with Max and asked him if he could give me a tow, so to speak, around the track just for fun and get some good footage for our interview, which by the way, you can see all that on our YouTube channel, Road Dirt TV YouTube channel. A great interview with Max as well as some onboard footage. So Ryan says, I was uh, running my laps and leaned into the last turn during the middle of the session when a bright yellow Yamaha R6 just zipped past me on the outside. It was Max. He kindly held back with me for a couple of laps, and I did my best to keep up with him and study what this pro racer was doing different than me. After three days of riding and knowing we were leaving after the, list, the last session, I decided to pull in a little early and called it a day. Overall, the trip was a resounding success. I kept it shiny side up, so to speak, gained some valuable knowledge, most importantly, had a great time, and um, making more two-wheeled memories. Part of the fun of these trips is hanging out with your friends and, of course, making new ones. I often tell people it's like camping with riding as a bonus, and this trip was no exception. Jennings GP is a top track on my list now, and even though it's on a 19-hour drive from where I live to get here, I have to say it's well worth the trip. One of the greatest things I love about the motorcycle and track community is the sense of togetherness and strangers often coming together to enjoy a common passion. Still being deep in winter up in the Great Lakes region at the time of this writing, we found ourselves in a melting pot of riders from all over, from across the South, from Massachusetts, New Jersey, Wisconsin, even up in Canada. This coupled with the fact that Jennings being a motorcycle only track gave the whole experience a very special feeling. Pros and amateurs, Americans and Canucks, came together from all walks of life and united simply as riders. You know, the world needs more of what we have in the motorcycling community. I'll surely be journeying back to Jennings GP. Can't wait until this race season finally and officially gets started when I can be a track racer again. Ryan Nolan. Ryan, I appreciate you sharing this and I appreciate your work with us at uh, RoadDirt.TV. Ryan's a good friend, a great photographer, and a pretty darn good writer too, I must say. Anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this and um, check us out on the web. You can find us at RoadDirt.TV. That's our online magazine and all the latest articles and updates, what's going on in the world of, of riding and racing, as well as some of our great ride life stories from our writers and photographers around the United States, as well as some new ones we've added. I'll, I'm going to tease you with that. Go check us out, RoadDirt.TV. If you're on social media, we're at uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look up Road Dirt TV. Run those together, Road Dirt TV, and of course, like we've shared with you here, our YouTube channel, Road Dirt TV. Again, thank you for tuning in. I'm Rob Brooks, your host. Until next time, stay safe, uh, stay clean and clear, and free of this sickness, and get out there and ride life. <laughs>